How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Welcome to Postcast after the Jazz fall to the Memphis Grizzlies 102.95. David Locke along with Ron Boone. This is Locked on Jazz, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Jazz, this is not great, Ron. They have lost three of four. More importantly, they've lost two games at home to Western Conference teams that are behind them in the playoff standings in Oklahoma City and Memphis, and there's no sugarcoating it. That is not good. That is definitely not good. Um, the Jazz not having any problems scoring now. They have having problems stopping teams. Uh, the post-up game, I thought, for the Memphis Grizzlies was what won the basketball game for them tonight. Maybe Derek Favors would have helped, but uh, they just didn't have any stoppers for him. Derek Favors warmed up tonight, didn't feel good, uh, took the rest uh, night to try to feel better with the Jazz not playing until Wednesday. Uh, but this one to me, uh, I think before we digest the Jazz, I think you've got to, or dissect, we can digest them too if you care to, uh, I think you've got to really tip your hat to the other side. They lost a bitter game last night to Portland on the first game of a six-game road trip. They were pissed. They thought they got robbed on that play with Mike Conley going through the lane. They were right. And their three studs who've played together for a long time. Mike Conley's a veteran. He was the last one to join this group. And they they have those three guys have played together. They understand the rhythms of a season. They came here tonight to win a season series, to not go 0-2 on a road trip, to not lose what I think would have been their sixth game in nine. And they kicked the crap out of the Jazz, each individually at different times and collectively in Gasol, Conley, and Randolph. Yeah, if you look at the final points in the paint, you know, 48 points in the paint, all of those was by Gasol for the most part. I mean, they did get to the lane, had a couple of layouts, but uh, I'm sorry, Zach Randolph. I mean, who had just one heck of a basketball game. You know he's going to go to his left. They just couldn't stop him. But you're absolutely right. It was the, They knew the situation that they were in. They knew that they're a, a, a very good basketball team. They know that the, the style of play is similar. But they just felt that um, uh, they could, you know, win this basketball game here. Now, Zach Randolph was a difference, but I think Casal is a big difference because he is stepping away from the basket, and he is such a threat now for, for that center position. And let's not forget, Mike Conley scored seven straight points in the fourth quarter to really yeah. put this one on ice. Yeah, and that, those were huge points he made. I mean, the three-point shot basket that he made with Joe Johnson in his face, that was absolutely huge because I thought the Jazz had a little momentum going in, in, in into that play. Uh, he comes back with that little runner with the right hand. Um, it, it, it's, you know, you, you hit it right. You've got three guys that have been playing together for an awfully long time, and they know how to win together. And, and um, just too bad for the Jazz because – Offensively, I don't think they have a problem with stop of, of scoring on teams right now. I think they can flat out get it done. But defensively, it just seems like they're starting to, to, to struggle a little bit. I'm not sure. We'll see. I mean, this is here's the disturbing thing. It's not clear because I'm not sure I totally agree with you. Tonight I agree with you that the offense was okay. The official offensive rating for the Jazz was 116, which is great. But in the last 20 games, they're ranked like 24th or 25th offensively. And here's the one that's really strange to me, Ron. And we talked about this a lot, or we, me and the listeners, because it was just me, or me and Rick Miller, our engineer. Uh, so, and I, I brought this up to open the quarter. The Jazz were built by Dennis Lindsay this year for the sole purpose, really the idea of having a 48 minutes of consistent basketball. 
maybe not a superstar like a LeBron or a Russell or James Harden, but 48 minutes of consistent basketball all night long, kind of almost the Denver Nuggets under George Carl are going to win you 50-plus games that way. In the second quarters this year, the offense ranks 29th out of 30 in the NBA. And, and where do we get beat tonight? And tonight, they go 5 of 19 shooting in the second quarter and score 16 points. I, I, I am at a total loss to explain how this roster, which is ranked 12th in the league offensively, has a good offensive night tonight. Then for 12 minutes of the second quarter can be that putrid. Well, okay. I guess we're going to start, start taking a strong look at who's in the ballgame in the second quarter uh, and, and where it falls off, uh, and, which is very, very important. And I know Gordon went out of the ballgame. He stayed off the floor for a long stretch of a time. I, I think in that first quarter, I think he may have played 11 or 10 minutes or something like that. But And he didn't come back into the game. Maybe till late in that second quarter. I'm just, uh, you know, my mind's just can't re- re- totally remember. But he did not get into the bas- back into the basketball game. And yet he plays up. 36 tonight, it's, it's, so you can't go give him any more minutes. It, it, that, that's true. But and Rudy time, played 38. It's not like they're cutting guys short. Uh, they ended up uh, digging a hole. And, and with a team that has a similar style to yours and, 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 and a stretch five uh, that can do some damage, uh, that second quarter, you're absolutely right, did hurt the Jazz. A.B. had a good and a bad night, all late into one. His plus-minus was the, one of the best of the team. He was plus one, so maybe it was a good night. But you know, offensively, he did neat things. He scored 15 points. He was 4 or 5 from the floor. We all have our things that drive us bananas. You have the defender on the weak side who's got to move twice for once. Mine is turnovers above the free-throw line or at the free-throw line that automatically lead to two points the other way. They kill you. They are just catastrophic he had on all five of them were that but he had five turnovers tonight and they're asking ab to try to play a little bit of point guard in this lineup which we've tried for about four years and that's a lot of turnovers in 15 minutes of action well hopefully he can get it going and and play a little smarter uh that's his game uh quinn's gonna have to deal with that but the Jazz only had 13 turnovers. But the fact that they gave up 21 points off of those 13 turnovers tells you that, man, this has got to stop. You know, it, it, and uh, 13 is about average, I think. 12 to 13 is about average in the league. But you can't give up points off those turnovers. Turnovers are the most misconstrued number in the NBA because a turnover that goes out of bounds or an offensive foul that has a dead ball leads to one of the lowest points per the next possession in the NBA. In fact, it's the lowest other than a jump ball. So if you turn the ball over on a dead ball, you go back, set your defense, you're pissed that you just turned it over, your coach is yelling at you, really get a stop, get a stop. And it's the number one other than the jump ball defensive possession. The number one offensive possession is after a live ball turnover. The difference between those two is so dramatic. And so you're right, Ron. Those 13 turnovers don't look bad. But when you start to consider that there was only 84 possessions in the game and then that you're giving up 21 of the 95 points you allowed off turnovers, that is an enormous part of this game. That is huge. That is totally huge. And especially when you put it in terms of, okay, you got 95 possessions. Or 84 possessions. The 21 of the 102, sorry. So that is, uh, that says it all right there, David. Uh, otherwise, Gordon Hayward never got going tonight, and that's now a few games in a row. And he thought he was all right the other night, I guess, against L.A. Any thoughts? 
Uh, no, really not. I mean, it, it's um, you start having a, a string of four or five or something like that, and then then maybe you start to worry. But I no, not at all. Uh, other than that, uh, tonight the only other one that's probably interesting and worth mentioning is the Jazz played a good deal of the night with Joe John. They started the second half with Joe John. Before that lineup had only played 13 minutes together. It had only played three minutes together since November. Uh, of George Hill, Rodney Hood, Gordon Hayward, Joe Johnson, Rudy Gobert. That's the lineup that I thought would play most, be the closing lineup and be the key lineup for the season. Well, that's an interesting lineup, but I, I was surprised to see that Joe Johnson start that th- third quarter. I was very surprised at that. Now, if I want to get back to the defense here for a minute, um, you know, you and I watched shoot around this morning, and they didn't do anything that the Jazz didn't work on this morning. No, and that the, is really true. And, and and the Jazz just couldn't stop it. Just you know, just just didn't take care of it. So uh, they're nice when those defensive schemes, those defensive plans work. Uh, tonight it did not. Jazz were not great tonight. Memphis was. Yes. I, I really think you've Great got, point. That is you, a huge point. You got to yeah. really just real. Memphis was great tonight. Now, that does not negate the fact that losing two home games this week against Western Conference playoff foes that are behind you in the standing. Those are painful losses when you link them together. Painful losses when you're you're considered to be at one of the best in the Western Conference. You're considered to be better or just as good as Oklahoma City and the Memphis Grizzlies. You just don't lose to them at home. You can understand sometimes losing on the road, but at home, that's, that's huge. Tough loss tonight, 102-95. We're back at it Wednesday against Giannis Adetokounmpo and Milwaukee. This has been Postcast on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17